0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the 2019 film only. You don't have to have seen the film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do listen without having seen the film, just be aware that we do discuss the plot. Enjoy. Uh Enjoy. You're there. Can you hear me?
0: I can. You are very very grainy though on the feed. Oh. I was hoping to see your your um your haircut from the conspiracy theorist.
1: Oh, hang on. Oh, well, I'll put my headphones down and I'll lean in. Hang on. Very nice. Very nice. What do you think?
0: Excellent. I can see the flat earthness from here. It's very nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, my hair actually is quite flat as as it goes, generally flat and lifeless needs a lot of styling to make it look like anything resembling a normal haircut.
0: But that um, that surely comes as quite a difficulty to someone who believes in flat earth theory because they don't believe in their third dimension.
1: Yeah. They're like, you know, if the earth is flat, then how come sorry, if the earth is round, then how come I can see over the top of your head?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, I, I was yeah, going to do a song. Uh, do you want to hear it? Yes, please do
1: It's time to record a podcast We will talk about films On this podcast That's as far as I got.
0: <laughs> I like it, I like it That's gotta be our... A rhyme um,
1: podcast with podcast
0: Yeah, you've <laughs> done the ultimate rhyme What rhymes It's like war pigs Words that are exactly the same <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, when Ozzy Osbourne was writing "War Pigs," he was like, you know, what rhymes with "black masses"? "Black masses."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 masses and masses, isn't it? Whereas, really, it should have been. That's
1: as "black masses" is the second one. Yeah. Yeah, it Good
0: should talk. have should have really added asses to one of those, shouldn't they?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They Just were like riding on asses. their asses. Yeah. Thick asses. <laughs> yeah
1: and then there could have been like a prequel to Queen's hit fat-bottomed girls
0: yeah exactly, it could have all tied together but no, he had to go and write masses with masses selfish, if you ask me or or just like witches with molasses would have worked
1: as well yeah, they could have imagine. been doing some baking you know, making some yeah. sugar is that what molasses are? People it's like cookies. raw sugar It's treacle. Things.
0: it's treacle basically, isn't it molasses right,
1: yeah it's a fancy word for treacle.
0: Yeah, it's the American term for treacle, I think.
1: God, American baking um, terms. Just the worst. I was baking something from an American recipe today. <laughs> it's all cups, sticks of put butter. In a,
0: put in one cup of this. Put in a stick of this. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's rubbish.
1: To- total rubbish. Confection is American... sugar. <laughs>
0: American it's called icing sugar effectively you idiots. <laughs> it's effectively the same as the old um, monetary values of Britain, isn't it? It's just completely <laughs> nonsensical rubbish. Yeah, throw but it half you a shilling. Have to understand to understand. <laughs> Step one. Leave your tuppany bits.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I don't like it.
0: Also, "hapenny" is an incredibly stupid word. I hate, I hate old money. I, I think I've, I don't know if I've discussed this with you on the podcast, but I think we talked <laughs> about it in real life. How? This, how I, I, I don't think we've ever
1: discussed this. But please go off, King.
0: <laughs> well, I remember when the Brexit vote happened. There were people joking. It's like, oh yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna want to bring back old money now. Um, and some of the people at my work were like oh yeah that would be really good because you know we all had to learn it It's like, yeah because the system is fucking stupid and we replaced it with something <laughs> that makes sense it makes no Are these fucking people sense a thousand years makes old makes no fucking sense yes do you work in a cemetery? I do, it's haunted with the ghosts of absolute bellens
1: <laughs> yeah the Brexit um, cemetery the Brexit well, that's my favourite Smith song yeah <laughs>
0: Heaven <laughs> knows, oh no the Ramones money it just uh, drives me up the wall old money, old money is the worst <laughs> thing ever, and i would i would if if we went back to old money, I would start petitioning for us to join the euro that's that's I love how, how annoyed you
1: it. are about something that genuinely like has not existed for a really long time and never will again, <laughs> you know, unless we really, really get quite far down the Brexit dystopian road, in which case it will be the least of our problems, right?
0: Well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. They, they, they've done the passports. They're going to to bring back old measurements in terms of like, oh, put in an ounce of this and a pound of that. And, oh, jiggity, jiggity, jiggity. <laughs> that kind of nonsense. <laughs> and the next step after that, it's going to be... it's. It, after that, it's going to be old money's coming back.
1: How many jiggedees was that? I, I never know how many jiggedees there are to a shilling.
0: Yeah, it's it's difficult, isn't it? That's my point.
1: Yeah, very difficult. Yeah, I hate it. But you put in <laughs> a quarter
0: Confucius, and that's yeah. how you get your shilling.
1: And you know, back in the war, we were grateful because you could never even get an eighth of a Confucius, which is otherwise known as an albatross's bassoon.
0: <laughs> exactly. Back in my day, you could go down the chippy and you'll be able to get your chips and scraps. It'll only cost you half a, <laughs> a cuntish jabagat.
1: A cantish what now?
0: <laughs> a cuntish jabagat. Do you not remember that from back in the day? No.
1: It's
0: uh, old money.
1: Do, do you know what I hate? That's kind of related, but not really. County abbreviations. Have we discussed this before?
0: Oh, Hans. Hans. Yeah, Hans. I, I, Oxen. We haven't discussed this, but I'm...
1: Yeah, I, I, they make me furious you. Plus most of the time when you're writing an address You don't even need to put the county anyway Because we have postcodes which <laughs> we've had for decades The whole point of which is that you also- <laughs> don't need to put All of that confusing shit
0: Also counties are never very long
1: Yeah <laughs> like, ex- That's exactly right Yeah.
0: Oh I'm sending a letter to West Sussex I better put W sex
1: <laughs> Well that's a whole other county
0: Do you want to go to East Sex or West (laughs) Not to be confused with Wessex.
1: Yeah, which doesn't exist. But again, I'm sure some of those old money people want it to.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure they want to bring back all the old counties. But reunite Sussex. That's what we should do. Now that we've left the EU and their bureaucrats, let's waste a load of money combining the Sussexes again. (laughs) <laughs> and then get rid of yeah. the duke and duchess of sussex because they're filthy communists
1: what we're trying to say is that we live in an idiotic racist country, <laughs>
0: we're a country what was it you said on the morons. previous
1: episode it, this country ruins everything by being shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think my most eloquent moment yeah
1: i'm gonna crop that um, out cut that out of that episode and make that into my ringtone <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, i'm glad i'm glad um yeah it's just get out britain you were so close get, you were so get close in the to seat. not being shit and then you <laughs> did a vote and you permanently have become shit and then you doubled down with two even shittier votes to permanently become the shittest place in all of shitland. champion <laughs> if there was a champions league of just infuriating places, it's the one thing that Britain would win.
1: <laughs> the only thing.
0: Yeah. They're not even the worst place, but just the most infuriating. Just really frustrating and annoying country.
1: Yeah. it's like It's like when you want your sports team to do good and then they do some good and then they don't. You know? It's like that. It's like when That's you support exactly the Toronto right. Blue Jays and they blow a seven-run lead to someone. Which you know, ha- has happened in more <laughs> than one game recently. Um, that made yeah, even like that.
0: less sense than old money to me. <laughs> I-, I heard when baseball. when the birds when the birds do a baseball and it doesn't go well, then that's the the bluebirds.
1: That's the farthing.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: It's the penny farthing of the third strike.
0: Penny farthings, get out. <laughs> That's the next thing they oh want to bring back. Uh,
1: penny, uh, those, those bicycles. Yeah. Yeah, like those Boris bikes yeah. in London, they'll just be the big old penny farthings and going... Yeah, they're going to bring back what penny ho? farthings. We can't afford cars anymore because we left the EU. Everyone can have one of these.
0: An electric penny farthing.
1: Yeah, thank fuck everyone's working from home
0: anyway, right? Indeed. You can get penny farthings for relatively small amounts of money if you really I'm want sure you can. if you want a proper if you want a proper one obviously it's going to cost you a lot of money because they're sold to idiots by idiots but if you wanted a relatively <laughs> cheap one you could get one for relatively cheap or you could not do that
1: yeah that just made me think of the commercial for, for fight milk and it's always sunny in philadelphia four bodyguards by bodyguards <laughs> yeah well, we could we could sell penny farthings for idiots by idiots <laughs>
0: Do you want the power of a crow in your shit bicycle?
1: <laughs> yeah, you will not so high as a crow on this.
0: <laughs> so speaking of things that are infuriating, did you enjoy the film only?
1: <laughs> I did. And I was, I don't know that I was infuriated by it. But maybe you were, I thought it was okay, but you texted me saying that it was dour. Was that the word you used? Yes, and then yeah. I sort of thought that going into it, and then that turned out to be absolutely true.
0: Yeah, it is a dour, dour film. Um, it's yeah, not in Britain, I, I, so I, that's
1: that's good. It's it's in America, <laughs> yeah, where everything's America. good, and the streets are paved with cheese, etc.
0: Everything's definitely good in America, according to for and his family. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I yeah, I think maybe saying this film's infuriating is a bit over the top. It wasn't, but it was dour and I appreciated
1: uh, that segue though, that was good.
0: Yes, thank you. And it was a bit boring, I think, was this film's main problem. Um because you know me, I'm a fan of horrible post apocalyptic films. This seems really up your bleak. streak. Yeah, and bleak horror. But for me, it wasn't a great example of that. So I I guess it's worth giving an overview for people who haven't seen it because this has been all over my Netflix, but I'm not sure whether that's just me being targeted because they're like, hey, you're a soulless husk who enjoys misery. Now, I wanted to discuss this this actually
1: because my Netflix is very – this has not shown up on my Netflix at all. So I think this must be a, a case of algorithmic deception. So, yeah, I just wonder, like, if I open up my Netflix right now, what do I see? I see... I see Work It, Can You Keep a Secret, The Umbrella Academy, Friday Night Dinner, Lucifer, High Score, Friends. I'd never watch any of this rubbish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I don't
1: get recommended much of this kind of stuff unless it's like the hot thing on Netflix, right?
0: Yeah. Whereas my the first thing that comes up on my screen is Venom, which is a great choice because Venom is a wonderful movie. Um, oh, that's on Netflix. <laughs> have no? you seen Venom? No, it that's something from Netflix, the,
1: the yeah. um, comic booky, filmy universe that I was vaguely interested in seeing because apparently it was weird and
0: funny. It is weird and funny, and yeah, it is. It is a it is a Marvel character, but it was made by Sony um and so it's yeah that's risks. risks and there's some very there's funny some studio stuff because, yeah it's it's some good old good old silly nonsense as venom so i'd recommend it that's your recommendation for everybody this week um so yeah venom is romance, the big thing it? on mine it has a bit of romance i suppose so yeah um maybe we could watch it for this and then i've got shameless friday night dinner um Elizabeth have you Harvitz, seen friday night dinner that i've already watched i have seen friday night dinner i love Friday. it was night very dinner. good um did you see the most recent yeah, series i did yeah yeah um it's clearly reached an end point um and i think the end episode is okay I, it feels a bit rushed i suppose but it's it's one of those fil- shows where it, it managed to be really consistent across its five series, and I really respect that. It's very, very witty, very funny, um, and some, yeah. some genuinely quotable comedy moments. It's great,
1: and every episode stands alone brilliantly and works really well. Like you, you could watch any episode of that show in isolation, and it would still be extremely funny. But it still works really well if you kind of know the backstory as well.
0: Yes. Yeah, definitely. It it, it it works perfectly in that way. You can just drop in and drop out um, in a way that you want your sitcoms to be able to do, don't you? That's what you want from a sitcom.
1: Yeah. it's. I think it's underrated, actually. I feel like you don't hear enough about it.
0: No, no. Particularly given that um, Robert Popper's other sort of key work, Look Around You, has become so iconic among British comedy circles. Mm. I, think, I think that, you know... I, I think it's, it's just Macadainu. as funny as that. <laughs> dinu, dinu. I sing that at least once a day <laughs> Do you? That makes your <laughs> yeah, existence
1: point. sound very joyful
0: it's a, it's a bleak life But I do find joy where I can um, <laughs> Yeah, unlike in the but, film
1: um, only that's, that's, that's the thing uh, It comes across as very bleak But if you're going to do a bleak film And I like a bleak film, you know you need to have something in there that punctuates it, doesn't you, with some moment of joy or some hope or some kind of redemption. And this film just didn't have that at all, did it? Even though it really, really tried to at the end.
0: Yeah, and I I don't necessarily think you need to punctuate it with hope or joy, but it needs to be punctuated with something. Um, Well, no, you're not a fan of either
1: of those things.
0: I, I hate joy. Joy is the worst feeling in the world. I hate hope. Um, but, um, <laughs> but, but I think, you know, when, when you look at the standout moments of that kind of post-apocalyptic story where everything's gone to shit and someone's just trying to find somewhere to go to find peace or find somewhere to escape to, um, you're looking at, things, or even like just to stay alive. Men. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're, looking at things like, um, you know, at, you've got the very actiony ones like Mad Max, which, are you know, Mad Max series is one of the best film series of all time um but that's very action heavy um but if you're looking at things that are more character-driven drama you've got um the adaptation of the road which is a, a i was gonna song. mention that. that yeah
1: i have yeah and i've read the book it's, it's it's one of my favorite books it's really really good and like that just is intensely gripping from the first moment isn't it and everything yeah in that the action is is actually done in a relatively similar way where it's it's reasonably quiet there are long stretches of silent and bleak things just kind of happening um but the narrative in that is linear isn't it so maybe that makes a difference as well
0: and and also it's it's punctuated not really by hope but by <clears> moments <throat> of abject horror um where you think it, it almost makes those bleak moments more like a routine and almost like a respite in comparison to, you know, like I'm thinking about spoiler alerts for the for the road, by the way, where they go into the basement mm. of the house. Oh, um, so horrible. I, I, I won't say what they find in case people want to see it, which they should do or read the book, which they should do. Or the, I genuinely uh, would say you
1: should read the book first. And I wouldn't usually say that because obviously books are for nerds, but the book is really good.
0: <laughs> books are for nerds, um, but it it is a wonderful book. Um, it's one of those books, like American Psycho, where I read it and thought, this is an amazing book that I'm never going to read again because it's too horrible. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I have only read it the once. I, I think I yeah, would reread I've, I've it again, read but once. maybe after reading all of Cormac McCarthy's other works, because I've still got to read some of the others. I've read about half of his books
0: okay yeah um i haven't because books are for nerds but i've read a few yeah obviously um, <laughs> yeah
1: you've read a few books
0: <laughs> but um i've read only a few when books, you had
1: to just a few <laughs> only when you had to to find <laughs> out about films
0: yeah exactly it's like oh I, I i just read tv guides that's what i count as a book <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> the radio times be on tv
0: yeah the radio <laughs> times is a book right that's what you like, um, but yeah, the, the road. I, I I'd say as well, you should you should read the book first. It's very short; it'll only take you a day to read it. Um, but it's it's worth doing that. But then also do watch the film because I think the film is incredibly powerful. I think it's a really mm. wonderful adaptation. Um, and yeah. and that's what I was thinking of throughout this movie. Was I was thinking. It's not the road, is it? It doesn't have that same emotional weight to
1: it. I wish Viggo Mortensen would walk in with his son and then open up a basement to see some horrible, weird people in there.
0: Yeah, I wish he'd get butt naked and walk into a river.
1: Yeah. Um, I couldn't quite quite put my finger on why the road works and why this film doesn't. But I think I've just realised that it's about motivation, isn't it? And in these kind of films... You, you don't necessarily need to have a really incredibly specific motivation, but I feel like in The Road, you know that they're, they're running away from something and they're trying to stay alive, and they're just trying to keep on that journey. In fact, it's called The Road. What they're trying to do is to stay on the road, and that's it. That is their motivation, and everything else is kind of obstacles to that. Whereas in this, it tries to use the motivation as the twist of the film, and that's why it doesn't work, whereas... Um, Her motivation was for them being on this this journey, or from leaving the safety of their quarantine apartment, um, was that she she had decided she was going to allow herself to get the virus and to die, and she wanted to die in a particular place. But it gave you so little of that, and what little there was occurred in like the last ten minutes of the film. So up until that point, you're like, well, what's actually happening? Where are they going? Why are they doing anything? You know, even though, and it's like it was as if. You were, the kind of the pandemic and the the, the post apocalyptic setting was supposed to stand in for that, and it didn't. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean, and it's funny because the road also did that non linear experience where it cut back to to the previous times where the the, the mother is still around and everything like that. Um, but you're right yeah. in terms of it it being much more cohesive because you had that direct point, and 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 throughout this, you're thinking, okay, they're trying to get somewhere. But the motivation for doing that never never materialises. And like I said, it's very one-paced in terms of the amount of danger and the amount of drama. Um, you've got one key area which stands out from the rest. Um, but apart from that, it doesn't have those scenes like where there's the roving gang- gangs of the road, where there's the other survivor that they meet along the way, where there's the basement where they find the bunker with all the food in and they get they get stressed out and and leave it doesn't have those moments where you get to understand the characters more and where you get to understand the world around Mm. them more and where you get to feel that tension and that fear that they feel instead it's very one paced where it's unsettling but at the same time it feels very sanitized you don't it feels too clean and too nice to be a really powerful post-apocalyptic film um, in a way that the best of the... It wasn't
1: grim enough for you.
0: No, it, 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 and it wasn't grim in the right way. So it was very bleak. It was very dour. But you think about The Road. The Road is a horrifying film. You think about Children of Men, which has a very similar um, set to this, I suppose. So so for those Never who seen haven't seen that. Only, um, in Only, uh, women are dying of a disease, men are not, um, is, is basically the gist of it. And so, what's going to be the end result? It's of that? an ash cloud. Yes, yeah. There, there's a meteorite, and this ash cloud fell. And
1: the then... Icelandic volcano erupted.
0: I <laughs> hear Iceland. Um,
1: <laughs> and the guy really hated Iceland this time because yeah. it killed all the women. Yeah.
0: So, so, so the end result of this is obviously humanity's going to die out because no one can have babies anymore because um, all the women are dying. Um, in *Children of Men*, suddenly everybody's infertile and no one can have babies anymore, so everyone's going to die um it's a good book it's a great film um and in that it shows the collapse of society in a way that this movie doesn't because although children of men's scope isn't very big it's still sh- you still get an understanding of about what's going on you get the hedonism of the upper classes you get the the fascism that's overtaken the british state and the way that they treat people um you've got the desperation of the working classes, you've got all of these different factions which are which are becoming bloodier and bloodier. Whereas um in this all you get is they're in their apartment, there's bad stuff happening outside, occasionally there are police and they go to a diner, and that's about it. You don't get a sense of the danger of the world. It, it all feels too clean in no. that way. Um where you it, you don't I think understand the, the, the
1: impact. One scene that did get that across well was when they were in the supermarket and they were getting some food and it looked like they were looting but they weren't and that was, I thought, kind of good because it was clearly like the infrastructure was still there but there was not much of it. And then she reveals herself um inadvertently and he th- has to threaten the shop worker with a gun for them to le- to be able to leave because they'd like, what, turn her in? It's never even clear what would happen if she was discovered.
0: Yeah, and I, I think the, the implication is that she'd be taken away by the state and not very good things would happen to her um and, and under the state but what those things are is never she'd be being forced determined. to use old money she'd be forced to use old money and bake using cups and sticks um of ingredients is is what they'd force her to do um but yes yeah, so, so so i guess i guess it's you know is it dissection is it medical examinations things like that um, the the idea is that bad things are going to happen if the state gets hold of hold of you, um, and you're right. That scene works very very well. And then you've got them being hunted by the father and son bounty hunter team, um, yeah, which has a little bit of drama. And again,
1: it's not really clear what they're going to do, is it?
0: No, it, you know they're gonna they're gonna what turn her in, take their two million dollars, and do what with it? Sit around until they yeah. die. It's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah exactly what can that buy you in that kind of post-apocalyptic supermarket yeah not and, a sticks of butter
0: yeah and so and so it's interesting because in in the back of my head i was kind of comparing this to seeking a friend for the end of the world if you remember when we watched this for the watched that yeah for
1: the i was also going to bring that up just as a as a way of how how you work romance into this kind of story obviously that's a completely different thing like that you know the post-apocalyptic thing isn't the same as the end of the world but it was a an interesting idea, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and and I think that film was much more successful in terms of showing what are these going, what are these people going to do with the finite time they've got left? And so, you know, seeking a friend for the end of the world is what, like, a week before an asteroid hits or something like that. Um, yeah, whereas... Steve
1: Carell's called Dodge
0: oh god i forgot about that um whereas this obviously it's going to be a lot longer so however long the oldest the youngest man lasts before he dies that's however long they've got left in this but it's still that finite time left um before before the world yeah. turns out um and and this didn't this movie didn't do a lot about what people's lives are going to be like and what they're going to focus on you've got people sitting around looking gloomy in a diner um you've got
1: and that's the thing as well. Every shot was gloomy, wasn't it? The way it was shot and the way it was produced was all just so gloomy. Even when they were like in the woods and having a nice time, and even at the end in the nice waterfall, it all felt very drab and gloomy, didn't it? Very dark.
0: Yeah, it's a very grey film. It all The, the colour's been taken out of it deliberately to give that sense of, of, of the bleakness of their situation, but it's, it doesn't make it particularly interesting to look at as a... As a
1: no it just felt it relentlessly great
0: yes yeah um but um but yeah it, I, I did just feel as though you know when when you look at the best versions of this another example is the handmaid's tale television show um which really does a great way it, it's mm. really good at helping you understand what the world's like and with that comes the compassion with that comes the sense of threat and of danger um this didn't really do that. And, and and I think some of that does come down to the way that it was in a, shot in a non-linear fashion. Um, I, I think that does take away a little bit of the tension out of it because everything has yeah. to be in snippets. And, and some of that worked. So um, I think where they reveal... At the beginning, they show the photo wall of all the women and you think, that's weird, I wonder what that is. And then when they eventually is is he just a creep is that is that what's going on and we'll talk more about him as a creep later because i've got to get my sjw (laughs) boy hat on for this movie (laughs) yay Um, i can't
1: wait but um, that's what we do
0: that that's exactly what we do um but but i think when they then did reveal what this photo wall was which is she's been going on to these internet forums and 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 and, and chat websites with other women around the world who are yet to be infected, um, and each time one of a chat window them... from two
1: thousand and one, by the look of it.
0: Yes, well, I, I imagine the idea is that they're doing it all through these encrypted means, and I guess the best way to do that is to find old old websites that are doing it, um, as opposed to. But it, it's Facebook.
1: as if CSS doesn't exist. You could do very very <laughs> basic like download Bootstrap, do some very basic CSS on that, and make it not look shit.
0: Uh, you know, I was, we, we talk a lot about how books are for nerds, but you know, what's more for nerds? <laughs> <Development>. Computer science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that, that but, is but, true. Yeah. I,
1: I can't argue with that. What about a book <laughs> but, but I on think, uh, developing?
0: I mean, that's the ultimate. If you see that, you're... Because I've read a couple a of those. <laughs> God, God gives you a wedgie if that happens. Yeah, um, but that's why I go to but, church.
1: Um, <laughs> I want those wedgies. Punish me, Daddy.
0: <laughs> um But but I did think that the reveal of you know that they, they go on a chat website, they speak to one another, but then when someone gets infected, they take a photo of themselves, they mark the date, and then they send it to everyone. And she's been keeping this collection of all of these women. And I thought that was a very powerful emotional moment was when you see when you understand the scope yeah. of it, what all those photos are, you know, these are real people whose lives have been lost because they haven't been able to solve this problem. And I thought, you know, that's a really powerful scene. And I think that's a moment where the the non-linear narrative worked very well. But I think overall it maybe took away a little bit of the punch of the film. And maybe if you understood from the beginning that she was going to, you know, she'd given up and she just wants to find somewhere peaceful to die, I think maybe that would have would have worked better than having it as kind of a twist.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because that that kind of simplifies it a bit, doesn't it? And so, yeah, tr- the problem is it tried to use that as a twist and that just didn't work. Whereas the, the emotional impact of knowing about all that from the start could have been massive and you could have had more of the chats with these women and how she bonded with them. And that really is the kind of the emotional crux of it, isn't it? It's not even necessarily about, like, the impact of the pandemic or about their relationship. It's It's just about her wanting to die.
0: Yeah, and and I think th- this maybe would have worked very well as a slow burn television series rather than a standalone film. Um and yes. and you could maybe have a little bit more wiggle room with the non-linear narrative that way as well where you could actually build it more cohesively than over a 90-minute runtime. Um but I did think you lacked that emotional bond because the motivation wasn't there and I think that's really what what pulled this movie down but but even then there's weird choices like this movie ends with them taking a fucking selfie man that, <laughs> fuck, off. <laughs> fuck off with
1: that shit that's that's because it's 2019 in the film you know that's what people do
0: yeah they take selfies when they're about to die that's what they do yeah that that annoyed me a lot and i understand the importance of like oh look she's taken a photo so that she has that photo that she can share with well nobody now because she's the last one left from her chat group but it was still just yeah. like oh piss off just you could have just had a moment where they were at the at the waterfall at the end and i think it would have worked really well um yeah use just... the timer exactly yeah we'll get a selfie stick at least if you're gonna go all in on doing a yeah. selfie um <laughs> it
1: <laughs> um, would have been that hard but, to get but, one would it
0: no no um and, but and wasn't it some like instax
1: camera anyway like it was like a fucking yeah. Instagram influencer advert.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hashtag about to die. That's
1: what this film is actually. It's an Instagram influencer version of a post-apocalyptic film, isn't
0: it? Yeah, that's that's a really good way of putting it. Actually, that really sums it up quite well. Um, and 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 I think that's part of the reason why it doesn't really feel substantial. Is it? It ticks all the boxes, but it doesn't. It doesn't deliver it's a bit hollow. substance, it? does it? Yeah, it's like eating candy floss. It's like an
1: aero. You know it's mostly air. Well, yeah, or candy floss, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's mostly mostly air.
0: It's grey candy floss, this movie. Just grey candy oh, floss. Oh, yum, yum. <laughs> yeah. Um, You've gone but to I the fun
1: think- fair. You're excited to get your candy floss. It's all pink on the thing, but then the guy hands it over. It's grey.
0: Still yeah, tastes exactly. the same, but just
1: the weirdness of how it looks just ruins the experience for you. It <laughs>
0: just feel, feels like you're eating wire wool. Yeah. Um, but I, I did think that there you were. You know what Americans call it? P- uh, cotton candy. Uh, cotton candy, that's right, yeah. You know what yeah, France calls that. it? Um, no, I don't. It is Barbe à Papa, Father's Beard. That's, that's is right.
1: Is that? Father's Beard. Yeah, I have heard that before. It's say so wish I
0: had that um, <laughs> just buy some candy floss um but um but yeah i I do think that this movie um it does have some good good points i think that the although it's very very gray, i think the cinematography is quite good and it's it's quite well filmed but i think i think what really holds it back is that that lack of structure and just the odd story beats like um it's it's little things that annoy me like. Um, if they didn't want to be caught and they wanted her to appear as a man, if, uh, the simple answer. Why there didn't is she to cut it, her hair? Yeah, the, the, exactly. You know, at least cut your hair off before you go. It's all very well painting on, <laughs> painting on stubble onto your face, Frida Pinto. Yeah, but um, <laughs> in a very silly scene. But but you know, they they would have taken these precautions to ensure that she didn't get caught on the way, since this is such an important journey um yeah it it just feels a bit odd all of those kind of things and and i think there's more that could be done in this movie about you know obviously there's the there's the subtext of of um you know um the patriarchy and and male power over women in society um you know it's it's the inverse of why the last man isn't it almost
1: yeah Um, but again i feel like it's not really even explored
0: no, exactly. And 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 yeah, there's that subtext running through it, but it doesn't do anything with it. And and you need to explore that kind of theme. Um but instead Yeah, it doesn't it, it kind means, of
1: manages to show that without making any kind of statement at all about it, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, women are sometimes in difficult positions in society. Oh, no shit, Sherlock. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not it's not saying anything. No wonder either, she is, wants
1: it? to die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but um, also when she she unzips the she goes on the roof and she unzips the hazmat suit to let the virus in you see him like running and you see him like obviously like yelling and saying stuff but they make it silent as if that's supposed to have more impact when actually we have no idea how he feels about any of it. We know that he's been trying to keep her alive and that he's trying to help her on this journey to wherever the hell they're going which we don't know until the very end. And but When it's revealed that it's about her dying, we don't really know how he feels about it or how he dealt with it other than that he was pretty pissed off at the time. Like, that is a really, really important and interesting aspect of their relationship as well that is just completely not explored.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. It's not talked about at all, um, which is very, very odd. Um, And instead, his character development is all pre-infection, pre-her getting infected. And and so he's he doesn't really have a lot to do apart from pr- try and protect her, and I think that it's funny that you know there's there's this clear subtext of of you know um, male oppression of women in society, but at the same time this movie falls into a lot of the same traps that other movies do in terms of um, continuing that. So, um, but the most obvious one is that. He is the rational man who thinks things through rationally and logically at all times, and she is irrational, and she wants to talk to her dad and cry and talk, talk to her
1: father for ten um, seconds after her mother's died
0: um, yeah and and all of that kind of thing where you know it, it it is it is making you think you know who's in the right ear and who's in the wrong, but at the same time it's very much framing it as irrational and emotional versus logical and rational and and cold it's like you know that that's not how it works. Have you seen the the so called masculine men of the right wing of politics screaming about <laughs> Ben Shapiro? <screaming, laughs> yes, yeah, sc- screaming about God save the Queen and and Rural Britannia at the moment. All of that. Wet ass p word.
1: <laughs> no, you mean you mean in the British context?
0: In British context, yeah. Um, I take. I just easy,
1: want to talk about waps.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't want to talk about wap? Um,
1: <laughs> as in um, wireless application protocol, how as phones in... used to get on the internet. Remember that?
0: <laughs> I do remember. That was around
1: the same time as the, that's... uh, the chat rooms that they were using in this film.
0: Yeah. That's what that song's about, right? Isn't it? It's about connecting your mobile to the internet.
1: Yeah. Um. Starts. There's some phones in here. There's some phones in here.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so 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 yeah it very much plays into that irrational woman rational man thing which i think is a bit overdone shall we say and to be more to be less polite a load of old bullshit um but on top of that (laughs) it
1: really focuses on that as i say at the expense of all of these things that we've talked about that are so much more important and interesting and i just don't really get why
0: no, oh, unless it's trying to say I, that
1: that was the reason that she wanted to die. In which case, her then taking a selfie with him at the end is, yeah, turns that, as you say, into an Instagram moment and just makes you want to be sick.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, and so to continue the SAW talk, he is a controlling creep um, in terms of taking her phone off her and everything like that, keeping her locked in the apartment. And, ye- and yes, there's this virus out and about. You don't understand the ramifications of what's going on. You never get a sense of what the ramifications no. are. Um, if she gets caught, if she goes out there, the only snippet you see about what's happening is when they're in the hospital, um, in one of the flashback scenes. And even then, it's only there for like a minute. And you think, okay, I want to see more of this. I want to understand what's going on a lot more. Um, and you never. And there's get a bit that. of news in the background. Yeah. The occasional news yeah. clip for exposition oh no yeah um, but but yeah you never you never really get that context and because it puts so much of a focus on him controlling her and her getting angry about it and then the flash forward to the two characters who are in The Walking Dead being a father and son team to try and capture them and all that <laughs> nonsense you, you never yeah. kids got a rifle you, yeah, you you never get you never get a sense of of the scope of the film and the importance of the journey and the importance of her freedom versus the importance of his controlling her movements. And that's where that if you want that friction to be in the film that's fine but you need to give us an understanding about why that friction is important.
1: Yeah. It's the thing that I always complain about with these kind of films, isn't it? That there's not enough world building. And obviously, you can't do it necessarily perfectly in an hour and 37 minutes or however long this was. But, you yeah, know, you could have had an extra 10 to 15 minutes giving us some of that stuff, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Even if it was very more rarely of, would of I him... ever say
1: I wanted a film to be longer, but that may actually have benefited <laughs> in this case.
0: Yeah, I think if you had scenes of him going out of the apartment on his own and doing day to day life. Um... I think that... that His job as an architect? As a phone destroyer, I think, is his job at the end, isn't it? Just destroying phones. Yeah. And then getting tied to trees like a chump. Um, As a creepy shouting man. As a creepy shouting man. Um, And so I I believe I asked you to pinpoint the moment of bullshit in this film um, before you watched it. Oh, were, you were did. You able yeah, to, I totally forgot about able that. To ac- um, were you able to, to to grasp the one moment of bullshit that I was talking about in this movie?
1: No. Fill me in. Tell me.
0: So, if I say the words... I'm sure, I'm sure words... I was, but, but I've mentioned a <laughs> yeah. few
1: things. So.
0: If I say the words magic boob distraction to you, does that...
1: Oh, yeah, yourself? yeah, obviously. I, I didn't even get around to talk about that yet. Yeah, where suddenly she's <laughs> naked because it will distract the horny 14-year-old boy this is a trope that's emerging in a few films that we've watched and it's not good i don't like it
0: yeah it's very very and that good. Ma- i know that so, makes me
1: sound like ben shapiro but i don't like it
0: yeah you don't you don't like the female form in your movies no um, <laughs> just the ankles
1: i will not that's have what, any p word what, in this film
0: <laughs> that's what ben shapiro likes he likes he likes the ankles um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She
1: just appears naked in the camp for no reason at all other than it's supposed to distract the kid when you know she could have just like crept up on him and cut him or something or kicked him in the balls or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, so so hubby's been being captured and then they're waiting there because eventually they know she's gonna come back and then they're gonna capture her and sell her to the government or whatever the fuck's going on in this film um but instead yeah she she strips <laughs> down she strips down and then she walks into the camp and it's all very slow motion and this beautiful music plays and the kids like oh, magic boobs and then she kills him i get i guess kills him yeah. um and then i thought she just stunned him well. well he's going to wake yeah. up to find he, he's well, dead, he, he, dead. he
1: shoots the other guy in the in the tent yeah yeah so um, you don't know if he's dead or not
0: No, no, but you, I I mean, if you're shot a few times of a rifle, you're probably going to die. Yeah. I don't imagine that. Also, they slashed
1: the tires on their car. How did they get from there to the waterfall without, when the tires of their car have been slashed? The film did not feel the need to explain that.
0: Well, I think that there'd be two cars, wouldn't there? Because there'd be the hunters and.
1: Oh, I think they stole their car.
0: Yeah. So I think they stole their car um, to go the rest of the way.
1: Right. He definitely seems like the type to know how to hotwire a car.
0: <laughs> he does as an architect. That's what I teach you on one day, day one of architecture school. Um, but yeah, that that scene just—it made me laugh. It's like, what is going on? What is this? Is really dumb. And and I guess the 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 sort of thematic element of that is the power of femininity, and you know, women are so rare that it's a a, a glorious nigh uh religious experience to see the female form, but it just came across as horny boy <laughs> sees boob, gets yeah. distracted and dies. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was the title of my first book.
0: <laughs> um yeah, so so that was dumb. That was really, really dumb. Um and I wish it didn't happen, but it did, and we will have to live yep. with that memory for the rest of our lives. That was stupid but but i think i think the performances are good though is that fair to say yeah
1: i've no problem with any of their performances he's very very good as the controlling man i mean you you absolutely believe how controlling he is so that's so that's good and he's he's my man from hamilton he plays Aaron burr in hamilton so you know i'll always have time for him
0: i, I still have not seen it and i think i'm just going to keep continuing not to watch it because of, it's it's gonna make people more and more irate if I haven't.
1: It's it's on so Disney Plus really now. Home. You've got no excuse.
0: <laughs> um, he's also apparently in um the Murder in the Orient Express film that came out a couple of years yes. ago. Yes. Um, did you see that? Which I've not seen,
1: but Oh ah, no, I no, I, sir, I actually quite liked it. It it was quite silly, but it was good. Oh, good day. It was a good laugh. Um, and he was good in yeah, that so as well. So he has a good track record and, and I like I've him not a, seen him in anything bad
0: yeah and I, I like him a lot in this um, and Frida Pinto's good as well better than what was the film that she was in that we also watched for this podcast Love's Wedding Repeat
1: where um, she had the boyfriend who kept right, talking yeah. about his penis
0: <laughs> I've got and all a she was there to do I'm was
1: although wasn't it her yeah no it was it was her who had the best line of the film which is when she turned to him and said you look like a fucking magician <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes yeah that was very, very um, so good. So yeah, so she's... Yeah, and I, I like her a lot and I think she is good in this. Um, it's believable. You get that sense of desperation from her. It's just a shame that the yep. the plot isn't able to give them much to work with outside of that.
1: When she has the kind of big freak out and she tells him to leave, um, you believe that 100%, don't you?
0: Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: And that was a really good scene that get, got across the, the emotion of the whole thing of dealing with the... Um, yeah, the pandemic and the quarantine and all of that stuff and how emotional that is. That was the only point, I think, in the film that that was dealt with, with any kind of emotion. And I think she played that really
0: well. Yes, for sure. I think, yeah, that, that all worked very well. And um, yeah, more more of that in this movie would have been really, really required, I guess. To, more to yelling. Better than it was. More, more of her yeah, saying, just every-
1: fucking leave, which is how we say it in Britain. <laughs>
0: That's how we say it. Um yeah, <laughs> so her uh, accent was a yeah, bit all over the place, though, case. wasn't it? It was. It was.
1: I think she was supposed to be British, but, but I wasn't 100% sure.
0: But I can live with that. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Not a massive deal. No. Yeah, there were um, there were bigger problems with this film, weren't there?
0: Yes. Have you got anything else you want to share about this movie?
1: No, I I don't think so. Just the you know, as as he said, it it really could have been a lot better than it was, and it just ended up being quite dour. But the the ultimate problem is it tried to do something with the dramatic irony that just didn't work. Uh, of keeping back the whole thing of the reason they were going on this journey and where they were going and everything, it was sort of yeah, it's a a reverse Chekhov's gun, isn't it? But they lost the gun somewhere and then found it and then fired it and then it was over.
0: Yeah, Chekhov's bum. That's Chekhov's
1: bum, once again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> ruining everything. Chekhov's bum. <sighs> Damn it, Chekhov. Um, <laughs> Anton, you fucking jeb end. Yeah, put That's... your put your put your buns away. <laughs> He's Constantly getting his buns out.
1: Yeah, not enough buns in this film. Even though there was some buns.
0: Yeah, they needed more buns. Everything needs more buns.
1: It needed some male buns. <laughs> could have
0: done... Yeah, could... He it, should it have needed, got naked as well, and didn't. then
1: it would have balanced it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: If, if just everyone got naked at the end in just a confusing scene where we were just running around in the nude. In yeah, having a
1: nice time in the waterfall. <laughs> Sponsored if, post. If it
0: kind of turned into Swiss, Ar- Swiss Army Man at the end, <laughs> that's what they <it> needed, <laughs> <Yeah>. didn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's just yeah, he's got the the dead guy that he shot in the tent, and he's riding his farting corpse across the ocean, <laughs> while she stands by the lake and goes, <laughs> "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, that's what that I is mean.
1: still what one I mean. of the greatest endings to, in film. I'll put that out there.
0: <laughs> I might need to rewatch that movie at some point.
1: I yeah, I we this- will put a link to the episode about that film if you haven't seen it. It's really bizarre and quite disgusting, but I honestly think it's one of the best films ever made. It's got so much heart and so much emotion and a real kind of playfulness that underpins that emotion in a way that is like very little else I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really unique. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Um, but shall we... There's no trivia for this movie.
1: No trivia. It It Um, came out on Netflix.
0: (laughs) No trivia.
1: To very little fanfare as far as I can tell. I'd never even heard of this until you you brought it up.
0: Yeah, it's just the algorithm delivered it to me and just kept telling me to watch it. Um, The algorithm. So so yeah, so shall we rate it?
1: Yeah. How Um, many... (laughs) If if you've got one, go ahead.
0: How many eggs do you... yeah, how many eggs do you not get with your diner breakfast? In a did uh, they not get future? the eggs?
1: I guess I wasn't paying attention. They to that. did not
0: get the eggs. They'd run out. Oh. They'd run out of eggs. It was a very uh, heavy-handed metaphor for there being no women.
1: I am missing eight eggs, I'd say. because there are some things about this one that are good. It's, you know that that are competent. You know the performances. Conceptually, I like it. As you say, there were some good shots, even though it looked grey and dour. There were some very, very good shots and some nice moments. And yeah, it just is fundamentally flawed. So it can't go any higher than that, even though there are some things to like about it.
0: Yeah. And I'm I'm just going to go one higher on nine where I think that there were some really strong things. I thought the performances were good. It, it looked very pretty at times, but there was a lack of coherence that really stopped it from, from reaching the emotional impact that it needed.
1: Yeah. I agree. And for newer listeners, by the way, we score out of twenty. We haven't said that in a long time, and a lot of people are probably going. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Why are you saying an eight and that's bad? Yeah, it's out of twenty, and I can't even remember <laughs> why we do that. It's just a thing.
0: Yeah, I don't know why we did it either. We just did. We'll mix it up and go to one hundred at some point. I guess that'll be the oh, next God. step. Give it a percentage rating. Oh, Five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> one million. Like Five hundred days of million, summer. What's the score? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah.
1: 1 um, million. Right, days so, of so what have summer. we got next? Um well, I I think it's important that we continue to try to be on trend and to watch current things um that are made for teenagers instead of for us. Um so have you heard about this film Chemical Hearts?
0: Chemical Hearts? I do not know this. No. I know
1: it so- sounds like a an emo album from 2004. But no, this is this is a film that's just come out oh. on Amazon Prime that's based on a book. Um and it's you know high school teen romance stuff, but apparently it deals with some heavy stuff and teens like it and stuff, so hopefully should be more involved and more interesting than the kissing booth. But similar in
0: <laughs> Okay, good stuff.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're doing.
0: Uh, oh excellent. I've not heard of this, so I'm looking forward to, to something fresh.
1: I think it potentially does look quite interesting. Excellent. Uh, it's, it's going to be no um, Il Postino, obviously. It's not going to have Pablo Neruda, the famous Cuban poet. But you know, <laughs> famous Cuban poet Pablo. N- not every film can have that.
0: My Neruda. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, sorry. I, sorry I so, uh, on that. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That that's cool. I'm looking forward to this. This will be cool.
1: Yeah, should be good. All right, so you can tweet us at BigBoysDon'tPod. You can email us, BigBoysDon'tCryPodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do and the fact that we do this show every single week without ads, as we've always done, you can give us some money instead. Um, You can give us any amount at all. Any amount is good um, using the link in our show notes to our Acast supporter page. Thanks very much to Acast for hosting us and for setting that up.
0: You guys are great. Yeah, we love you, Acast. You're brilliant.
1: Yeah. A plus for you. A cast
0: <laughs> You'd never use old money.
1: No, never. <laughs> That's yeah, you can't pay us in old money. I know you said you could give any amount, but we will not accept shillings if you try and give us those.
0: <laughs> Get out of here with that.
1: We'll send them back <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Alright, we'll be back next week to talk about chemical hots.
0: Alrighty, bye-bye. Bye.
1: bye bye, bye.